0: you are listening to South Florida Sunday. We thank you for joining us this morning. We'd like to welcome our next guest, and I'm looking forward to talking with Lauren Ellis, who is Development and Marketing Manager for Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League. I'm sure uh, a lot of folks like me probably uh, go by the Peggy Adams facility there on Military Trail just north of Okeechobee, uh, day in and day out, and uh, there's always that urge to pull in and (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah and they should come on in and
0: and that fear of not coming out (laughs) (laughs) empty-handed but um, it's so great to have you on because I'm also sure that while a lot of folks drive by there are a lot of folks also like me who have heard the name and know that it's Peggy Adams pet adoption but aren't too sure about how the whole thing came about or what really goes on in that little beautiful facility you have there so I'm glad to have you on to tell us about it can you start off Who is Peggy Adams?
1: Well, good morning, and thank you so much for having me. And Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League, we're actually celebrating our 94th anniversary this year, and we're also known as the Humane Society of the Palm Beaches. So we actually originated on a property that used to be on the Palm Beach International Airport, and then they wanted to expand, so then we ended up moving to an intermediate location and then finally ending up where we are at now. Um, And then in the 80s, actually, Peggy Adams had passed away, and her husband, Charles Norton Adams, had left a bequest in in her name to Peggy Adams. In exchange, we renamed our facility Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League.
0: Well, very cool. So now we know. Well, thanks for clearing that up now. And, And this all began 90 years ago, and here we are celebrating an anniversary. And how does it all work?
1: so we do a lot of different things over at peggy adams we do dog and cat adoptions we also have an affordable wellness clinic as well as a boutique and we also do spay and neuter services for the public as well as tnvr which is trap neuter vaccinate and return of feral and community cats so we do a lot over there
0: so i don't want to generalize but it it given what you were telling me about the background whatever you would expect the services you would expect from a humane society would be the services that you would receive at Peggy Adams.
1: Absolutely it's very important for us to be able to serve our community as best as we can and improve and expand our services as need be. So even we're growing as we speak so Mm -hmm. we're actually going to be breaking ground in the spring on a whole new pet adoption facility so we're super excited about that.
0: And so you're moving or is this going to be a second location
1: it's actually going to be a new building that's on our property our property is about 13 acres Um, so there's a big um, open land area in the front of peggy adams and that's where this huge state-of-the-art facility is going to go
0: Now let's talk a little bit about intake. Um, Is this the type of thing where you uh, you receive pets only? This isn't the type of thing where you would go out and do rescues and bring pets in, or am I wrong about that?
1: So we receive dogs and cats many different ways. Um, First of all, we transfer a lot from our local animal care and control because unfortunately, when time comes and they are full, they might have to euthanize for time or space. It just all depends. They've been really lucky so far where they haven't. They haven't had to do that, Mm -hmm. but I know that they are at capacity now. So we try to save from our backyard and our local shelter too. So we transfer a lot that way. We also receive a lot of cats and dogs that are lost throughout the community. Um, So if any of your listeners ever lose a pet, always make sure to check with Peggy Adams as well as Animal Care and Control because they might be at one of our facilities. Um, and owner surrenders. Unfortunately, a lot of people do have to surrender their pets. So once again, you know, our mission and commitment is to be there for our community. So we'll accept those animals as as we can. We are a limited admission shelter, so we might ask somebody to hold their pets, you know, a little bit longer until we actually have space. And then finally, one more thing, too, because I know we do so much. This is great. (laughs) We're also an emergency placement partner for the HSUS as well as the ASPCA. So if there is some kind of a disaster area, um, whether if it's like a hoarding situation or a flood in a different area, we will transfer some of those animals from the hoarding situation. Or if if it's a hurricane or a flood, we will actually... Pull from their shelter so that they can make place. They can make room for those displaced animals.
0: Uh, well, that's an interesting point, now. I know we've been having some very horrible weather in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Would it be a situation where it's so severe you would actually have uh, pets come in from different parts of the country, or is it strictly the state or the county or? If, right.
1: those, if those facilities reach out to us and they need assistance, oh. then we would if, if, you know, if they do need assistance. Uh-huh. Now, one thing, though, is we are entering hurricane season. So one thing to be aware is we don't really transfer animals from a hurricane-stricken area to another hurricane-stricken area. Wow. Because that could be, you know, <laughs> yeah, double up. the duty of hurricanes. <laughs> Talk Not about good. bad luck. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, wow, that's great. Now, let's talk a little bit about adoption, because that's what uh, Peggy Adams is all about, is adoption. And you were talking about the dogs and cats. Is it a pretty simple process? How does it, How does that work?
1: It is. We've got a wonderful team over there. So, basically, what your listeners would do is go on to our website, PeggyAdams.org, and try to search for an animal that you might want to consider adopting. You can also come to the shelter and visit our adoption rooms, too, and walk throughout them and see if you build that connection with one of those cats or dogs, mm-hmm. um, then basically you'll talk to one of our adoption coordinators, go through the process, um, and then hopefully bring that pet home with you.
0: Now, is this adoption only or business hours? or?
1: Uh, the adoption center is open daily from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m., and all of the adoptable animals are all spayed, neutered, microchipped, up to date on their vaccines. Um, you can pre-adopt a dog, too, that hasn't been spayed or neutered, but they have to have that, that service before they go home.
0: And that can be very expensive. Are there some fees in adopting? Does somebody want to cover some of all that expense you're incurring?
1: You're right. So, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. So, for each animal that's in our care, it's approximately about $400 for us to care for that animal. So, our adoption fees are really like nothing. Um, Basically, for a dog that is 49 pounds and above. It's a name your own price adoption fee. Oh wow. And then the dogs that are under that size are $125. But we also do have a lot of other amazing specials too, like a Senior to Senior program, a Dolly's Dream program. So check our website out definitely for the fees. And then for cats, the cats are a name your own price adoption fees for (laughs) five months and older and then everybody else is 125.
0: Wow, so you're getting a great pet uh, and all everything's up to date and they're all ready to go and it's a fraction of, of what it would, and not, we're not even talking about uh, going somewhere and and the purchase price of pets, which is uh, out through the roof anyway. And uh, as I mentioned to you before we started talking, I've had pets all my life and they've all been rescues. i rescued. Mm-hmm. I've, the, the concept of going into a store, where And purchasing a family is just so foreign to me. I mean, there's plenty of pet. They're all over the place.
1: Right. And there's tons of wonderful yeah. cats and dogs right. looking for their, their perfect home. And why not save one that's in need of one?
0: And I always, for some reason, the rescues always have the, seem to have the most personalities. I don't know how that works. They
1: out. do, yes, they do. <laughs> well,
0: you you did talk about cats, and we've talked a lot about dogs, and you did uh, talk about something that I wanted you ex- to expand on because it's 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 a great service, the neutering service that you do. Uh, you said I don't want to say catch and release but is that how you said you termed it
1: so tnvr it's trap neuter vaccinate and that's return it. that was it and actually <laughs> one mama cat that's out there in the in the community can actually procreate and generate 430,000 cats because if she has kittens then those kittens have kittens and then those and you know
0: mm-hmm. going
1: down the pyramid so it's very very important to spay and neuter Um, Right now, we are actually in something that's called kitten season. So since it's so warm outside, there are a lot of community cats and stray cats that do reproduce out there right now. So we have a huge influx of kittens that come into the shelter. Um, We even have a neonatal kitten nursery that we actually opened in 2016 because this is such an issue. To date, even in the last five months, we've actually admitted over 900 kittens just into our Neonate Kitten Nursery. Wow. So there's a lot of different resources on our website for what people should do if they should find a stray kitten or a mom and cats. So it's very important for people to check out those resources and know what's the proper thing to do.
0: And what are the fees for spaying and neutering
1: for pets? Um, They range. So it rains depending on cat and dog and also to the poundage of the animal. And then we also have a lot of grants that we receive. So right now we're offering free spay and neuter for pit bulls as well as for all cats, whether if they're TNVR or if they're owned cats. So once again, website PeggyAdams.org for all of those fees.
0: Excellent. And cats, is it true cats have a tendency to live in colonies? And and I, I think on Broward I've heard that there's there's certain areas, certain undeveloped areas where there are just thousands and thousands of cats living together.
1: They do. So there's a ton of cat colonies, um, We our assistant director is absolutely fantastic and every cat that comes into our program we actually pinpoint the location oh, wow. as to where they come in from. so we can can see where the problem areas are and apply for grant funding that way.
0: Well, that's awesome, and that's a very needed service, too. It's, so it's, it's amazing, like I say, uh, that there are so many different services covered just under one umbrella. Uh, and let's talk a little bit about funding because I know you get some help, but it just sounds to me like the the help you're getting is not coming anywhere close to covering the, all the expense that you're incurring. And I, I know from talking uh, on this show and from a few other Uh, public service shows and and groups and stuff that funding plays a big part and and we always talk about uh, the donation of time talent and treasures so if you'd like a chance to thank some of your sponsors this would be a good time and I know you also accept donations of volunteerism and and treasures and talent we want to talk about that too.
1: right yes so we don't receive any state or federal funding so everything that we do is through our programs and services as well as the generosity of all of our donors uh, corporations business partners so we are extremely blessed to have such wonderful people that support us and we can't thank them all enough. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very proud of what we do and we are very transparent in our work and our, da- and our data. Um, so that's why it's very important to really donate to a reputable organization. And we post everything on our website. We've also award, um, been awarded the Charity Navigator Award uh, for the past five years consecutively and a great nonprofit award. So we're very proud of that and um, very transparent, which is great. So we very, very appreciative of our fantastic donors.
0: Now, volunteers. I would assume you're always looking for some volunteers. Always. Help. Yes,
1: <laughs> always. And we need fosters. So even if people can't donate, please consider, you know, opening up your home to be a foster parent we provide everything and basically all the foster needs to provide is just the love and the attention for this animal
0: and by foster that's a temporary situation exactly so it could be
1: for a dog it could be for a cat Um, a lot of our shelter dogs just need to get out for a little bit from the shelter environments but cats especially now since we're in kitten season we definitely need volunteers and fosters for that
0: i don't know man how could you give up a
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, I know. Very difficult. Uh, I but... don't know.
0: There's a little devious there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something's <laughs> at foot. Um, well, OK, so we've got you covered now. We've got some. You do accept volunteer help and folks can go to your website if they're interested in maybe helping out. I'm Absolutely. Sure there's no shortage of things to be done.
1: There's plenty, so even if people don't want to be, you know, like handling the animals, we have a lot of administrative things to be done. So there's a lot of different volunteer opportunities.
0: Anything we haven't covered before we wrap up? Like I said, it sounds it sounds like we just kind of scratched the surface of all that you mm-hmm. offer. But um, I'm glad that you were here to talk with us because I think we've uh, given folks a lot more information than they may have had before. But surely we something that you'd like to share before we wrap up?
1: So one thing is now that we are going into hurricane season just like you would have a plan for yourself and your family, you want to make sure that you've got a plan set in place for your pet too because friends don't leave friends behind. So no matter where you go, you want to make sure that you bring your pet with you. Um, So we have a checklist on our website too, but you want to make sure that you look out for pet-friendly places that you can stay. Um, There's one pet-friendly emergency shelter in Palm Beach County, so you want to make sure that you know exactly where that's located or where various hotels are. Um, you also want to make sure that you've got a kit, just like you would for yourself. You want to have that for your pet. So you want to have, you know, a two weeks worth at least of food, um, of medication, of clean water. Uh, photos of your pet in a a water-sealed container so that you can have that to present in case your pet gets lost. And make sure that they're microchipped and that their microchip information is up-to-date as well. Very, very important. We've seen so many pets reunited because of that microchip.
0: Well, oh, That's great advice. Lauren Ellis, Development and Marketing Manager for Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League. Thank you so much for being on our show and getting us up to date on what's happening with Peggy Adams and, and that good helpful advice with hurricane season Thank coming you. up as well. Hope to talk to you again soon.
1: Thank you.